Yin Center, and it is Thursday, October 12th, and the sky is falling. Overreaction. We want, Matt fi- we want Matt Canada fired at Penguin Games now. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> we're firing Matt Canada. That's what we're doing. Uh, Collectively as a fan group. The first place team in the AFC North is going to fire their <laughs> offensive coordinator? Listen, what? I, I could not believe that, that we were in, or the Steelers were in first place. No wonder why the Penguins lost, because they're like, wow, everyone's still thinking about the damn Steelers and football. Yeah. Uh, Get out of here with your football. It's a talking time. Yeah, bro. So. And it's time to overreact. Because the Penguins lost. They blew blew another lead. They led the league in it last year. And, And. and Tristan Jari may not be able to stop a beach ball. Yeah, he so, um, he keeps doing that thing. That that not stopping the puck thing that we signed him for $5 million a year for. Yeah, especially at crucial points in the game. Yeah, like having a two-goal lead. Like, cool, we can let in one. You always just know it's coming anymore. Yep. But, well, it all started once Jeff Carter took that stupid uh, holding the stick penalty for me. I knew right down in there the game was just going to go downhill for the Penguins. I don't know if you remember that. I just had a feeling whenever it was just the second, the third period started. It, I yeah. just really wanted him to show me something. Yeah. Like, Step up. Please win a game against possibly the worst team in the league again. I mean, they already tanked once. Right. And and I'll tell you what, the reason they tanked, man, he looked pretty good in his first two games. That he did. That he did. He's got two two games played, a goal and an and assist. So, and man, oh man, he looks electric in the offensive zone, doesn't he? Yeah, it's like he, it's as, it's as advertised. It's like I mean I hate this I mean if you if you watched him last year like in the WHL like you could just tell he's a man amongst boys right and um yeah you just kind of saw it coming he's just kind of doing couple games he's just kind of doing exactly what he did in the WHL and and I and I'll tell you what um I don't know if you saw the videos there was videos or a video of Brad Marchand trying to get under his skin already in his first game he was Bedard was going off they were both second going game. off we're second game sorry uh. They were both going off and crossing over each other to go to the bench. And Marshawn just, like, kind of took the blade of his stick and wrapped it around one side of him just so he couldn't, like, skate away and just, like, sandwiched himself in between, held on to him. Yeah, real welcome Trying to to be like, yeah, just like, hey, you know, fuck you. I can still, you know, uh, this is still, like, a quote-unquote man's game and you're still a boy. You might be 18, legally a man, but. We're going to show you a little something. (laughs) (laughs) But, like I said, two points in two games. So, he's he's off to a pretty decent start already. And once everybody learns how to adapt and play to him, it's really going to, it's really going to. That's when things are really going to get interesting. Yeah. Because nobody really knows what to expect right now. I mean, you can watch all the film you want, but until you get out there and actually experience somebody like that yourself, you just don't, you just don't know what to actually expect and when to expect it, I guess. That they do. Uh, it's, I mean, he's been a good, he's, like I said, he's been as advertised. Like, I don't know, he just plays the game exactly the way I thought he was going to, but, like, literally just the swooping motions. And yeah, the, it, it's, the it's way beautiful he, to watch. That, just, own little twist to the game. Yeah, on th- his uh, on his goal, that, that zone entry play that he had where he just, I think, he, I don't even know that it was a backhand. I think he came, because he's a lefty, so I think he came around this way on the forehand and made a pass, like, back here. This was sick. And then ended up getting the goal off of that with the wraparound. Yeah. So, but enough about Bedard. Back to the, the overreaction about the Penguins. Well, I will bad. say I will. I do want to add one more thing about Bedard because I'm trying to think of who he like even plays like, and is, is the answer like Eric Carlson? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, like almost like just the way that, he plays he offensively, plays that same kind of yeah, offensive style. Or, yeah, I mean, I like obviously McDavid a little bit, but I think it's it's different. I mean, but yeah, I would probably have to say offensively resembles mostly Carlson. At least. I mean, hey, tell us if we're wrong. Tell right. us if we're wrong. Yeah, in let the us comments. know who you guys think it is. Yeah, because I mean, that's it's it's After an interesting one. Because I, you know, I, I really can't pinpoint anybody. He kind of just accelerates his, his own way. Yeah, and just, it's he's got like a speed like McDavid, and like also like I, he's just got a, quite a few elements to him that are that are really elite. Yeah, and and, and that shot something weird. How it just flies off the mm-hmm. handle and like. Yeah, it's quick. just like he's all of a sudden he's skating, and then boom! All of a sudden, there's the shot. And you're like, "Wait, how did he just get that off? And from where?" Because <laughs> it sticks over here, and then all of a sudden, he just drags it, and it's all the way back inside. And now he's got a completely different angle to shoot at. And most goalies won't. Well, most juniors wouldn't have been able to stop it or couldn't stop it. So it'll be interesting to see how he transitions that into the pro game. And the Vezina winner did not stop that. So no. Well, kind of with my point, though, on Carlson after, you know, kind of that was where I was going to pivot. I was going to pivot on the Carlson, <laughs> the dart thing, and then I ended up on somebody else to end things. And Of course. It's, it's all good. But but yeah. Um, but overreaction Car- still Eric won. Carlson did look good. I mean. I, I The power play looks sloppy. Is it the overreaction's on. Come on. Well, game one of 82. Let's get it on. Overreaction. Uh, Tristan Jari is not having his Vesna-like year no. that he needs to have. I don't see that changing. I don't either. <laughs> I want it too, but I don't we, see it happening. We want it so bad. I am, but uh, and I mean, I, I I think I told you that third line I didn't think was very existent. They had, they had a couple of shifts where I noticed them, but I think it was what O'Connor, Eller, and Harkins. Yeah, it, they were pretty non-noticeable. I, I will yeah. say that. I didn't notice I mean, them I, at I, all. I actually, I think, I, I noticed Carter's line more than the third line. Yeah, I think Jeff Carter might be on a mission to kind of, maybe, and this may be this kind of like the symptom of, um, for him. this might be kind of a symptom of just like where we're kind of at with like everybody kind of yelling at Trying to get fired that cat fired, uh, fired. I think yeah. he's just happy it's not fire or trade Jeff Carter or something like that. Yeah, it's just ridiculous though. Like I don't know. Like don't, don't bully Matt Canada anymore. I, I mean, don't you know. can do it at Steeler games, I guess. If yeah. you really feel inclined, but going to a Penguins game is a little bit ridiculous. Although on Twitter, I don't know if you saw it. I did. I did ask everybody on Twitter if you were the one at the the Penguins game starting that chant. <laughs> no, I missed that. But it, yeah, no, I I did not because uh, I was at home. Or actually, I was not at home because uh, you know what I was doing, Nev. I think I do. I was enjoying Taco Tuesday Ooh. at Badges Bar. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the tacos were delicious. Very the good. game was unsettling, as you just kind of. I feel like I've just watched the script so many times over the last four years. But yeah. granted, still game one. Right. There's new ownership. Listen, there's, there's plenty of time to turn it around. I mean. I think the most disappointing part of it all, though, was that there were seven players that were active on the roster. And like they were, that were new to the team completely. Yeah. And you still got and, the and same yeah, result yeah, as last year. Well. I in mean, one game, in right. a game one of a in, reaction in, in, session, in the game one of eighty two, we got that. I mean, it comes down to your goaltending in situations like that. We had a two nothing lead going into the third, right? Or I'm sorry, it was a two one lead going into the third. But there was two nothing at one point. I do believe there was still a point in time where I would have liked to see the uh, power play capitalize after that challenge. Yes. And I I don't necessarily know why they decided. After the power play finally clicking in that Buffalo game, that last preseason game, I think they went two for three. Uh, Then they they automatically, or not automatically, but they decided to split up uh, Carlson and Letang and put Letang down on the second power play unit. 
Now, I think we talked about them doing that to begin the year. But, I, I mean, I think, like once, like I said, uh, once they acquired Carlson, it was kind of like, okay, you know, he's maybe he's going to come in and run that power play. But um, I just feel like that it finally started to click, and then they w- went away from it. So it was like, well, now you're expecting an, a, a whole new look to come in because not only did you, I guess, well, they replaced Gensel with Carl, or I'm sorry, Latang with Gensel, right? No, not not like you know up top, but like in theory, right? It looked very discombobulated, and I think that might have been because they didn't expect Jake to be back, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess because he only had like what two game or two or three days of practice on the top power play unit. Yeah. So I mean, again, overreactions. That's what we're here for, but they got time to figure it out. And a veteran group like this, I think, is going to in in time. But it needs to be sooner rather than later, as we found out last year. Yeah, you don't want to lose those valuable points to no, team like Chicago. No, and like I said, the Penguins, I think they led the league last year with 12 blown leads. So you you, you got to fix that. And not not all of it is on your goaltending, but quite a bit of it is. <laughs> quite a bit of it is. <laughs> I mean, listen, like I said, I mean, if you, you, if you have a two-goal lead, you, you got to be able to, to shut the door as a goalie. And make, make timely saves to keep your team in the game. Granted, to be fair, it's not like any of these other goalies have exactly shut anybody out either at this point. Um, I mean, you had even like Freddie Anderson gave up three real quick. Boy, who did Vancouver play last night? Edmonton. Yeah, they got clobbered Edmonton. Yeah, Edmonton. 7-1, I think it was. Eight. Or 8-1, yeah. Eight to one, boy oh boy, Edmonton. If I'm if I'm them, I'm I'm steaming. If you're Connor McDavid, if I'm, if I'm McDavid, Drysaitel, who else? Uh, well, I guess really just those two. But I mean, fans up there have got to be livid. Yeah. Well, I was almost thinking Toronto fans were about to be fuming too until uh and, and then Austin Matthews said, "I got this." Yeah, Austin Matthews kind of <laughs> took that one over and took that and, and they wanted to win in that one in a shootout. Um what else did we have happen? Yeah, there was the there, the, 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 the Vancouver Edmonton game Vancouver, you mentioned. Edmonton. And then last night, um Avalanche beat the Kings 5 to 2. And did you see kid in his first National Hockey League game? Uh, Alex LeFerrier or something like that, I do believe is his name. Uh, I think he's, they said he was from Harvard. Uh, Don't call him Alexi Lafreniere. Yeah, no. But uh, I, I don't think you'd expect what this kid did from Alexi Lafreniere. This dude literally hip-tossed a guy he was fighting. I can't remember who it was that he fought. But they're like in the middle of squaring off, and then they, they grabbed each other's jerseys and and kind of like brought each other in, and the dude literally just hip tossed him. If anybody knows judo or anything like that, and then just like threw him straight down to the ice. I was like, I've never seen anything like that on the ice, and I love it. That absolutely ha- needs to happen more. Jeez. So, and it being his first NHL game, his family was sitting up in the stands, and they were just they showed him, and they were just going absolutely nuts. It was amazing. Nice. That's cool to hear. I like hearing stuff yeah, you, like that. Yeah, love that. And then uh, Bedard and another kid, I think his name was Kevin Korchinski, they both got to do their uh, their rookie hot lap in, in Pittsburgh. No bucket. Nice. Love seeing that. That, that I feel like that's going to go away here soon. Yeah, probably not. Mm. Anyways, um, let's we'll kind of wrap up the rest of the league at that point since we've yeah, already do done it. that. Yeah, right. Why not? Um, and we can overreact for everybody at this point. Yeah. Uh, Hurricanes beat the Senators. Ottawa. I guess we can't really overreact there because I think we both kind of had Ottawa not doing so hot. Yeah, no. And I think even (laughs) Ottawa fans are just happy that Eugene Melnick is no longer the owner. So I think that's a win uh, for them. Shout out, Eugene Melnick. 
Yeah, shout out, shout out Eugene Melnick. <laughs> and yeah, uh, the Flames beat the Jets. Okay, five three. Um, but there's Hellebuck yeah. letting them five. Okay, so real quick, talking about Winnipeg and Hellebuck, they they re-signed Hellebuck and Mark Shifley, both yeah. eight-year contracts. Yeah, so That's, overreaction, that was already a mistake because look at that, they're already yeah, losing it's already again. backfiring. They, they're captain, they're, their new captain, that's backfiring. Jabroni. <laughs> Predators. Oh, uh, real quick, speaking of that game also, uh, touching moment, um, Former assistant GM Chris Snow passed away for them recently. He had, had like a four-and-a-half-year battle with ALS, I believe. So uh, he just passed away within the last month or so. And uh, they had his family, his son and daughter, and his wife come out on the ice and drop the puck. And uh, they had the son there like on the bench to fist bump the players and everything. And Yeah. Real cool moment, unfortunately. And so rest in peace, Chris Snow. Sad moment. During overreaction. Um, so, yeah, I mean, otherwise, Predators lost to the Bolts Tuesday night. You know, things that are in the past. Um, looking forward here. We got to this evening, Rangers and Sabres, Flyers, Jackets, Red Wings, Devils, Kraken Predators, St. Louis at Dallas, I'm Florida excited. at Minnesota, Vegas at San Jose. Wow, big night tonight. Yeah. And then your Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, between now and the time that our next episode will come out, uh, got Penguins Capitals uh, Friday the 13th. Ooh, Ooh scary. Ooh, Friday the 13th in October. In, in D.C., no less. Yeah, that's, that's, that's scary. That's really scary. Mm. For which team, who we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that is the Capitals' opener as well. Yeah, I do believe, so. yeah, their home opener. Whoa, that's a big one. Y- you got to go in there and, and steal those two points. Be a real nice start to the year for for us to mm-hmm. bury them, and and I think that's a good one to really get their measuring stick back up. Yeah, for sure. Get get the uh, this veteran group in there and and get them really fired up. Not that the Penguins were were bad at, at home. Anyways, continue. Yeah, so uh, we got three games in this stretch. We got the okay. Capitals on the uh, Friday, thirteenth. Uh, Saturday, the fourteenth, are at home against the yeah, Flames. Back to back, and then we go to Detroit for Wednesday night hockey. Uh, at the not the Joe, no Little Caesars. Yeah, at the Pizza Palace. So, and then uh, we'll probably be back by then. Yeah, yeah, we're hoping to be back in here. Uh, what Thursday or Friday next week? Yeah, I think that's how the schedules are looking. So, so uh, we'll know for sure eventually, and uh, you'll find out whenever it comes out. Yeah, and uh, just like you always do. <laughs> uh, so, looking at this though, mm-hmm. after losing the Blackhawks, you ideally would want to get um, what four or five points. Yeah, uh, so it was. It's Washington, Calgary, and then Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, ideally, uh, coming into this, you would have liked to have gotten eight points to start the year. Well, we we can't go eighty-two, but no. Well, yeah, no, absolutely, but yeah, yeah because I we're mean, I, those we're are, now those are four teams that you're better than, though. So because now that we're out of overreaction. Segment. By yes. the way, overreaction segment is brought to you by Badges Bar. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Badges. Yeah. And, uh, you know, make sure you go enjoy a taco Tuesday. Wherever Badges Bar is located. All right. Now we're going to now we're gonna look True. into this realistically here. All right. We're going to no, no longer overreact. Game one out the way. We moved on. We studied the, we studied the tape. We took the L. I still want. I don't want to get at least like five points out of this. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, four, four would be acceptable. Four, four would be. I, I I say four is bottom line. Five's good. Six is all right. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. You'd like to see him get clicking, but right. It'll be interesting because you got uh, 
Capitals are, you know, that's always an old time rival. I think that's one too that's going to get the boys like really back yeah, into that's, it. That's yeah. And the Flames. Well, they're interesting. I think they're a bounce back team this year. I think I might have mentioned yeah, that. Under new coach, new GM. And uh, there's a chair now. It's oh, okay. What the hell did you do? Yeah. Um, and then I think we got a uh, solid chance with uh, Detroit because Billy Huso, uh, mm-hmm. I think he's unproven still. And uh, Yeah, but uh, so Saturday, Friday and Saturday, correct? Yeah. Yes, Friday the so, 13th and Saturday yeah, the 14th and, Saturday, and then Wednesday. So I, I, I think Saturday the 14th, you probably seen uh, Alex Nedeljkovic in his season debut as a Penguin. Yeah, I, I hope he can push Jari. I, I think so. I I mean, at least from what we saw in the preseason, I, I mean, granted, it was like what, three games I think he saw in the preseason. But, I mean, he did, he did look good. And it was a couple of years ago, and in, in between he was on some really, really bad Detroit teams. So I, I, I do think that he's a better goalie than what his statistics have shown these last number of years. But... Time will tell, and that time will start on presumably Saturday. So, big tests for him. Yeah, and, uh, you, you know, you want to see some competition. That's something that's been preached right. about all season long is competition. Yeah, everybody said that, that Jari plays lineup. better. I think I think it's the same kind of situation with Murray. He's like, oh, well, Jari plays better whenever he's got some competition behind him, you know, somebody pushing him behind him. I mean, I kind of think that goes for just about everybody, but yeah, let's 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 hope Nedeljkovic can be much better than Casey DeSmith. All right, so unless you're Jim Rutherford and Patrick Alvin, then you like Casey DeSmith. All right, so then if they're under five points, right, we'll bring back overreaction day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What if it's four points? No, nah, like I said, I think four points will be all right. Okay. Cool. It'll be fine. Um, well, I would say we can go into a Steelers segment next, but uh, it's the bye week. Oh, they have a bye week this week? Yeah. Cool. All right, cool. Huh. But. Didn't, uh, didn't even know it. But since Pat Fryermuth is out, I don't know. I don't have any Steelers on my fantasy team, so put it on the prediction board. Though Uh-oh. I, I was right again. Oh boy! Yeah, buddy. Oh boy! I you told you guys, it's the it's good the Ravens game. Yeah, good for them. And and what was the final again? Remind me. It was, ended up being something normal. It was seventeen to ten. Okay. Well, that's about what you said. Didn't you say like sixteen? 14 or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I guess 17, 10, like so that's kind of normal-ish. It was but a really stupid way for us to get there. I really thought we were going to win 11 to 10 at first, and I was like, yeah, yeah, give that to me. That's going to be really satisfying. So, so how was it 11? Uh, it could have been. So it was we were kicking field goals. Steelers are kicking okay. field goals. And then they got a safety to make it. Well, it was actually one field goal, and then it was like ten to five after the safety. TJ Watt, or Alex I think Heisman? it was. I think it was TJ yeah, Watt. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so there was the safety. Okay. And then they kicked another field goal, and then okay. I thought they were gonna kick another field goal. And then there was the play that everyone's all up in arms about because Matt Canada didn't react to Oh yeah, big, that Kenny big, Pickett touchdown. Yeah. Everybody thinks that Kenny Pickett audibled out of something that Matt Pickett called or Matt Canada called and he didn't like it but we scored. Yeah. So he's just sitting there all boopy pants. Yeah, cuz you know, it, we've always we yeah, cuz we've always wanted the offensive coordinator fired. I wanted Bruce Arians fired. I don't remember anybody really wanting Ken Wisenhunt fired, but I was also like 10. And Ken Wisenhunt got uh, another job and a little bit of a different leaving for Ken Wisenhunt. But like Todd Haley, well, everybody yeah, wanted Haley gone. Now that people wanted Bruce Arians Haley back. Yeah, everybody would want Todd Haley. Everyone wants Todd Haley back. That's what kind I said. Hysterical. Yeah. Like, hey. Bring back the Tequila Cowboy. <laughs> I remember getting a text from a friend. Like <laughs> he's getting he's getting arrested. He's getting arrested right now. I'm like, 
Oh. Wow, you just did that in your friend's tone of voice. Shh, you didn't have to do that. I, I, it, I'm i sorry. It was just like instinct. It was like, wow. That was very... You didn't, very have em- yeah. you didn't have to emphasize The only people that are going to know are your friends. Whatever. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, so people would rather have Todd Haley back or Randy Bobandy. Everybody wanted Bobandy fired. I mean, Bobandy is also completely unqualified to be there. <laughs> Did Bobandy walk around without a shirt on? Just calling plays with nothing on but a headset and a pair of khaki pants? No, because it's unfortunately. This is a symptom of, I think everyone kind of realizes it's a kind of a Tomlin thing where, like, it's just we're going to keep using the same guys that yeah, have, like, right. been in the building or been around this been around the uh, I don't stadium. think it's just the Tomlin thing. I mean, look at what they did for the GM. Now, I'm not saying that it's the wrong move, but I think he was working, like, the ticketing office before he was doing anything else. Mr. Rooney. Omar, Omar Khan. Well, uh, just like... Or, I'm sorry, did I say owner? I meant GM. Well, the GM's Omar been Khan. recently replaced. He just got there. Yeah, that's what I mean. At one point recently, well, in his tenure with the Steelers, he was like a ticketing agent. I don't know about that. Did you check his LinkedIn profile? Uh, no, I was watching the Pat McAfee show, and he was on it. Mm, okay. they, they were talking about it. Well, so. He probably started there. I mean, you can still. I mean, work yeah. Your way I mean, around. I'm not. But it's just it's wild. He was just a ticketing agent. Well, I mean, he's making like the financial moves, and I don't think those have been bad. I think it, I think it's just you know with the coaching staff, we just want to keep everybody who's always been around with the program, like like it's high school, and we keep it like because that's the way that was just the Pittsburgh part of my Steelers. Point. That was like just part of my point. Was that's not Omar. He was Khan. a ticketing. He was a ticketing agent. Now he's the GM. That was my point. Keeping you I were saying keeping people around, bringing people around, just that were around the building. I mean, I don't think that's I exactly. I mean, that's kind point. of to me. That's kind of the same thing. I mean, I'm not going to disagree. I still think they might have went with who they thought was the most. I mean, I'm a, I'm guy, a, listen, he's in his first se- or second season, right? Yeah, you're coming after the GM, damn. I'm Damn. not really coming after him. <laughs> I feel like you're aggressive no. after him. I mean, maybe a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's above that, man. I think it's just the state of the Steelers where, like, you know, we just we just want to be good and we just want our yeah. sacrificial lambs to be sacrificed and so we can be yeah, happy. Exactly. We don't want we don't we want, don't actually care. We just want Kenny to be. We, we just, just everyone just wants Kenny just to want have a Pittsburgh good time. Boy, to be good and be a good stiller and win a Super Bowl. Yeah, and it's and it's more, you know, just kind of like the guys that have just been around like the organization is still kind of keep right. coming. I mean, I'm sure that they're good with what they do, but like I, I don't see teams tripping over themselves right. to hire them, except for the ones that just come in who want to get out like Brian than, Flores. I was gonna say yeah, from Brian Flores. Yeah. So See, I knew that much. So yeah, that's kind of it though, because we don't have yeah. like it's Terrell Austin, like and like he's been around. He's been the defensive backs like assistant coach before, and I don't know. Like it's you know, it just kind of feels like we're just on repeat, and like whoever we get is just going to be around. Can we bring back Dick LeBeau? I'm pretty sure Dick LeBeau is not going to come back. He's like ninety. <laughs> I mean, bring him back. It's all right. It's fine. <laughs> Honestly, probably. There's no real need. I think our defense is pretty good, right? Yeah, but, I don't know. They usually I mean, blow yeah. whenever. Oh, that's true. It's kind of like this, the Penguins. Yeah, they kind of It must just... be a Pittsburgh thing, other than the, the Pirates, because they're not even good. Maybe it is. They, they just don't have leads to blow the Pirates. Yeah, I think it might just be like a symptom of the town at this point because I mean, we're yeah. too busy focusing on on stupid. firing the offensive coordinator. Like, yeah, we're really at this point though. Yeah, they're first place in their division, and like this is what people are chanting it during the during the Steelers' bye week at a Penguin. At a, at a completely different sport. Ah. Uh. Love the passion. I, I just want to sit in shame but, for a little but, bit, to be honest. But it's a little ridiculous. Firing Hextall, the firing Ron Hextall chant was awesome. Appropriate. Team At the missed the playoffs. Game. Team missed the playoffs after 17 years Man, of like, making it. 
It's hysterical, too. The last time I was at a Steeler game, it was against the Lions, and Ben was out with COVID. Mason Rudolph had to start, Ooh. and everybody was so negative about it. And and I just like tried to be like, yeah, Mason, way to go, bud. Woo! Just so like having fun with it. Our hockey games, and, and people were just like, shut up. Like we don't even we don't we're not cheering for him. Yeah. Like I'm like nobody likes him. And he's, and he's also been just the same as your as your savior quarterback, the future. You know, the pick kid that you could very, like get away. Very good quarterback. He's so good. Yeah, it was just one of our sacrificial lambs. We want everything to be the right. way it is and the way we want it to be. But, like, you know, sometimes we might just kind of suck. But also, the Steelers are still first place in the division. So, why are we? Very it's true. hysterical that this is even this big of a problem because yeah. any other three and two team is like, hey, we're doing okay. Yeah, it was wild to me. Like, I, I saw, I think I read on social media that we were in first place, and I looked at our dad, and I was like, Steelers are in first place? He was like, yeah, I know. And I was like, why are people chanting to fire the offensive coordinator if we're in first place? Oh, yeah, we got some and say, action happening. There's definitely something going on. I can't see it from the window. For, well, I don't think anything's really going on in the alley. You, you never know. <laughs> could be could be wild in the alley. It could, yeah, because I mean, because be. like, are are these cheers like this bad? And like, nobody cares what Jacksonville's offensive coordinator is right. doing. Or I could. Do, can you name them? No. Can you name? Nope. Let's let's go through all I, the three I and two teams. I could not name anybody's offensive coordinator. Yeah, that's that's about right. Not even Dallas. I can't name Dallas's either anymore. I know their head coach is Mike McCarthy. Does he call their offensive plays? I think so. We'll go with that because I know that, I'm pretty count. sure I'm pretty sure he did that in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. I think you're right. I'm Probably. pretty sure I remember that. He's a local guy. Yeah, Pittsburgher. <laughs> yeah, Whippy old player. I'm sure. Yeah, and and. Oh. Like everybody, like I don't know, all these other teams, like they're offense. They're, no, we're not San Francisco. Like, maybe we should have just waited and drafted three and two. No, they're five and. Uh, I was gonna say, holy shit! No, because but like we're not we're not a well oiled machine because we don't want to be a well oiled machine. We want to play Pittsburgh Steelers football, Listen. and Pittsburgh Steelers football in twenty twenty three is gonna get you, you know, squat diddly seven to eleven wins, tops, and you're not gonna be. A championship team. But it was seven and ten. So I said seven to eleven oh, wins. Oh, oh, you oh, can, oh. And like that's kind of you. like yeah, your that, range. That range. Like it's it's a B average team. Got you. I did. I missed that last part. I said seven and ten. Because <laughs> it needed a true tank, and I mean, maybe they think the tank for Kenny Pickett was the right move, but like. <laughs> You're just gonna watch all of a That's sudden, like next next year's draft class of quarterbacks is going like it, this influx of talent that's gonna come into the league is mm-hmm. gonna, uh, and and maybe maybe he still proves me wrong. I mean, and maybe they do put together a season, and maybe, maybe they, this team does, and because the defense has the talent right. and has paid the money, and you would hope that they would do that, right? But I. I'm gonna be honest. I just don't see it happening. Uh, they're not gonna. They're not gonna beat Kansas City. I don't they see might the beat offense Cincinnati. doing. I don't see. I can't see the offense moving the ball. They might beat Cincinnati just because like it's a rivalry and those AFC North games always go right. Whichever Again, yeah, direction. Like, just like Baltimore just did, and Cleveland. Right. So I that's mean, why. That's why last week in our episode, listen, I said I wasn't. I wasn't changing that. I was like, I. I just know we're gonna win against Baltimore at home. Yeah. Probably just. Why after we after we lost the Texans and everybody went on Matt Canada fired, still does, yeah, because that's How? what they do and they're gonna be involved oh, and like and they're gonna probably not even be that I don't know they're just not that good of a team they're gonna make the playoffs and they're probably gonna be you know nine ten win team like maybe even eleven like I said in in the original episode they might put together those wins but like I can't it's gonna I be ugly the way it. there I just I just don't see it I mean like I said I. I can't see the offense putting the drives together. How long is Deontay Johnson out still? I think he's due is to he? be back after the bye. Oh, okay. Well, that's so good that for my be... fantasy team, I guess. Yeah. I don't think I have a chance in fantasy, but um, 
Well, I guess that'll be good for them then. I guess he'll uh, he'll help the offense move a little bit, maybe if Kenny can get him the ball. How long into the next game do you think it'll take for fans to start chanting Fire Canada? Instantly. Let's see where the Steelers next game, and we'll do another. We'll get more in depth about it next week. Steelers next game. Next Sunday? No. It is the 22nd against the Rams in Los Angeles. So that would be next Sunday. Correct. <laughs> well, it's still it's the next one. It's, it's, another, uh, it's, it's We got another episode between now and yes. then. That's, that's how I, I'm keeping track oh, of time okay. right well, now. Yeah, I got you, got you, got you. Yeah, uh, and it's against the Rams. Yeah, I think they're still... It's in Los Angeles, and there's still probably a solid chance that they're going to start Fire Canada chance. Oh, I thought you were going to say win. Um, no, no, they're probably going to. St- no, that's my prediction right now is that will that there will be Fire Canada chance in, in Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Yeah, I hate to say it. Like, no, that's it, accurate. That's 100 percent accurate. Yeah, because well, everybody knows Steelers fans travel. Yeah. So and then they're going to get pissed off whenever we ha- we go three and out in the first drive. Yeah, 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 it's gonna happen, and I, I, I might laugh, not because I want anybody to lose a job, but because it's just so ridiculous that fans are traveling, I, I kind of far at least, right? Please to, let us to, know your feelings about Matt Canada yes. in the comments below, because I don't know how to feel about him. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody teach me football, and then I might know how to feel. All you're gonna hear. Is- I'm just kidding. Somebody don't <laughs> take. Don't waste your time trying to teach me football. <laughs> no, no, it's no, not it's- worth it. Yeah, no. Um, do you want to uh, give the people the update to the people that nobody wants of your of the fantasy teams? Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's see where Nevin's at. We're at week six. We're going into week six. In are we? Do you want to do the Yahoo one? Um, I'm currently in. Yours? in um, yeah, yeah. Let's. See. We're gonna go ahead and do the Yah the the Dynasty League. Okay. You are. I am two and three and in fifth place somehow. Yes, and that is ahead of me. And I am. I'm playing one of your buddies this week, and I'm projected, anyways, to lose by three points. Projections, restrictions. Well, the projections have been pretty accurate for my games lately. And in the, and in the league that is brought to you by Badges Bar, we got the tenth place. Yeah, yeah, one and four. And I'm Deshaun's rubbing to Zug is not going well. And I am in ninth place at also Oof. one and four. Oof. It, it's it's bad. It's bad. The Gray brothers are not doing well in fantasy. Well, so I that have is four guys that are uh, questionable this week. Mm. So mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have nobody cares. You asked. And that's fantasy talk. Cool. Works for me. All right. That's pretty fitting for our fantasy teams. Yeah, yeah, sure is. <laughs> yeah, don't don't listen to my fantasy advice, but maybe just listen to my advice on the Steelers. Mm. I don't know about that yet. Who knows? Not um, us. What else is going going down? Um, well, so. Uh, Coming up this weekend, the boys and I are heading out to Columbus for some games. Oh. Yeah, uh, playing uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets sled team uh, that we just played. And they'll have, like I said, I think I said mentioned this, the, they'll have one of their national team players this weekend. And then uh, we're playing a team from Minnesota who also just recently had a kid named the national team. They were just over in the Czech Republic playing in the, I think they were calling it like the Ice Para World Cup. It's kind of like the, the Women's World Championships that they just did. They just, I think it was uh, 
us, the Canadians, the Czechs, and I think like a world team. So they just kind of pooled players from all over, basically, and made made their own little national team there. So it'll be it, it should be interesting games. I mean, those guys those guys take it. They're at another level. So these games are definitely going to be interesting. Oh yeah, some competition. Yeah, yeah a couple. Well, there's another team there from. Uh, they're going to be from down Carolina, the oh. Sled Canes. All right. So yeah, they're gonna have a couple of people from the Ohio team just moved down there, so they're gonna come up and they're gonna be playing for them, and should be a, a fun few games. Get to get to go to Columbus and see some friends, hang out, and, and then come home, and maybe get to do it all again soon. Who knows? Perhaps, perhaps. Mm-hmm. So where, where are we at? Okay. You you wanna you wanna take it back to the segment from a few weeks ago? Oh, you wanna bring back remember when? I mean I, I, I feel like it's appropriate timing in the episode, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So so everybody I think remembers uh Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, right? You remember that show? Disney show? I guess so. Oh, you don't remember that? Well, everybody brought it up to me every time that uh Yeah, because your name is Cody. Yeah. Right. So there was a character on that show named Mr. Mosby, played by an actor named Phil Lewis, who in 1991 was arrested and sentenced to five years in prison following a drunk driving incident where he struck and killed a <laughs> innocent person. <laughs> Do you remember that in 1991? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, actually, I, I do. I, I, it's like, I think I was the person he hit. <laughs> Shout out for Lewis and the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Thank you, Mr. Mosby, oh. for for wiping out that life, <laughs> so you can bring us sweet life of second Cody. <laughs> so worth it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, now. in Bethesda, Maryland. If anybody was wondering. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, was, I was really wondering where this. Mer- or this accidental <laughs> murder happened. Hey, hey, Phil served his time, okay? He did five years in prison. Not just jail, okay? <laughs> I knew this was, I knew that was gonna be get you. <laughs> I saw it I, I saw it, it was on a Twitter post of all things. So I, as soon as I saw it, I took a screenshot of it and I was like, I have to remember this. Um Cody will love this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) I dig it. Um, Well, I can give you a remember. Hard-hitting facts, folks. I can bring you a remember when as well. Um, uh, Because it happened within the last week of this, uh, between our episodes here. Oh, okay. Uh, On October 10th, 2007. Okay. Rob Ramage, who had pleaded not guilty to counts of, um, uh, let's see, swerved into the oncoming lane near Toronto and collided with another vehicle. Uh, he killed someone and injured another driver of another vehicle. Uh, was charged with impaired driving, dangerous driving, causing death. And... Uh, he was found guilty on this day, and he was found guilty on all co- on all counts. Recently, on October tenth, two thousand seven. Yeah, I yeah. thought you meant like he was, you know, arraigned on those charges, and then just no. recently found guilty. I was like, wow. No, he has since served his time, and he's a blessing in all of our lives. Very, very true. Good old, good old Rob Ramage. 
Shout out Puck Doku again. Yeah, yeah, we were the three that uh, that put Rob Ramage on the board today. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, I was the one that got Craig Janney, so I feel like I deserve an extra medal. Mm, nice. Yeah, you can have the. Craig I, I, I wish there. Were, I wish we could have. You didn't nah, put. You didn't. I, you I didn't put like, Pavel Dimitra down. In that yeah, one. I did. Oh, you did. Yeah, oh, nice. I think I did. I'm 99 percent certain I did. Stupid Yeah. You're fucking. I'm cracking up again. The the best, (laughs) Mr. Best. Mr. (laughs) That's good. That's good. You got got a really obscure celebrity. Yeah, right? (laughs) I was like, this is one that people, like, will know. Like, my generation will know, I feel like. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So, but. Back to the puck doku from today. My bottom, <laughs> my bottom line, my bottom row was Mike Milberry, Craig Janney, and Pavel Dimitra. Oh, good old Pavel Dimitra. <laughs> and Rob Ramage. And I had Rob Ramage. And then I, I had a Igor Larionov. Shout out Russia. <laughs> There's no shout out to Russia. <laughs> how, how base do you want to be? <laughs> and then so you I, you guys I saw you guys had said I didn't I didn't look but I saw I think it was you said something about struggling with the uh, Seattle line on here. So I tried to find some of the more obscure think of the more obscure ones and and Derek Pouillot was mm, that's with San Jose. Yeah. And then an, another penguin so the category was 20 plus goals in a season. So, former Penguin Daniel Sprong, which not a lot of people got, apparently. Congratulations. Thanks. I feel special. That, that is your medal, I guess. <laughs> That's my cookie for today. There you go. And you had a good remember when. I, I knew, yeah, listen, I, like I said, I knew that one was going to be good. <laughs> just because I've read it, and I, start, I started cracking up, just going, oh, <laughs> yes. Oh boy, here we go. Hey, remember when Alec Baldwin shot and killed that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I I do remember that. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago that he shout out to that motorcycle going by right now. Was Alec Baldwin on his way to go kill somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally, it was gunfire. And so it's him on his way accidentally to go kill somebody. (laughs) I don't know where you are, but I am going to shoot you. (laughs) (laughs) We've gone off the rails again. (laughs) That's what remember one's good for, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then. Find a way to we'll find a way to bring it back eventually. Yeah, I don't think that's all good. Let's see, what can we find? What are you looking for? More celebrity crimes? We don't need any more celebrity crimes. Okay, so this is just off the top of my head. There was a uh, there's a U.S. acting U.S. senator being charged with. Being a spy for Egypt. Wild. Yeah, I don't want to get into that because no, I'm going to probably either, say some shit that's going to get but, me canceled. Yeah, I mean, it, does, it just Before wild. I even start. Yeah, no. But. Crazy. Yeah, because I feel like I'll probably get killed. Oh, yeah, no. Let's definitely not get into it. So, but. I mean, we, you want to do, we could do something spooky oh, uh, to kind of get ready for Friday the 13th here. Ooh, um, I, so. I I don't know. Um, so, uh, I, what do you want to do for a spooky thing? Um, Friday the 13th episode. What can we do show-wise? What would be interesting? Hmm. You think... What if, like, in this door over here, like, somebody, like, came in and it was Jason Voorhees? That'd be pretty wild. What if we had, like, not me, 
but like somebody else here in a wheelchair and then like they just started like chasing me around like with a with like with a knife like michael myers yeah yeah like uh i was uh, jason Voorhees in a wheelchair either one yeah jason or michael okay i mean i just because doesn't Ooh. I don't know, Jason. Does Jason have the? That the could knife? be a good name for the episode, right there. Jason Voorhees in a wheelchair. <laughs> I like it. I don't know. I think we might have to put Phil Lewis's name in the headline today. <laughs> I mean, we did it. We did so for Matthew Broderick's episode. So, <laughs> Phil Lewis. <laughs> Phil Lewis in a car equals Jason Voorhees in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the music stopped. <laughs> I thought somebody knocked on the door. Oh, bro. Shout out Agua. Mm. I mean, I've been drinking my Agua today. Yes, sir. But um, uh, I've been cracking up. But yeah, Jason Voorhees. All right. So, but yeah, I, I think that'd be kind of cool. And have, you know, like I said, get a, get a second person in a wheelchair in here. To murder and us then yeah, well, they could pretend. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure we could figure out a way to have them come through that door there. I think that'd be kind of cool. You ever wonder what's on the other side of that door over there? I think Saul Goodman is on the other side of that door oh, over there, dude. I think so too. I do. Think he's helping so launder money. Man. Think he's helping launder money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, how do you think the courthouse got the new Hollywood sign out from? Oh shit. It all makes too much sense. Saul Goodman. Saul Goodman. Slipping Jimmy. I started to rewatch Breaking Bad again. Yeah, again. For only like the second or third time. Which isn't too crazy. Considering it's been out for what ten years now, ten years now, <laughs> <laughs> something like yeah, it's, been, still it's like ten or eleven years now. It still slaps. It's still very good. There's another show called Sons of Anarchy. You probably wouldn't like. It's a motorcycle club thing. That's no, I like the Saul Goodman talk. That's more. another one. I don't know. This one's pretty good. It's pretty fucking gruesome. Eh, I don't care about gruesome. Well, I like I'm just thinking we're talking about Friday the Thirteenth when we're talking about a little bit of violence. Oh, see, no, I like Friday the Thirteenth movies, like the '70s and '80s ones that are really like cheesy and corny. Uh -oh. So then you could tell the murders are fake, but I like it also gives you all the suspense of like mur actual murder. So like Blair Witch Project. Yeah, but Blair Witch Project scared the shit out of me. <laughs> that was also like nine when Mom say, had I me watching that. Movie. I actually never saw that. Yeah. I think I remember you guys watching it that night, but I definitely like no. I remember Bomb being like, like, like oh, this is like one of the scariest it. movies ever. Like, we gotta see this. We gotta check yeah. this out. I'm like, oh, it's can we not? I was like, <laughs> okay, I guess so. Yeah, I don't no. think I have a choice in this, do I? <laughs> horror, horror shit is not my stuff. Horror is not it for me. Although I will say, she did get me into Grey's Anatomy. The good, I mean, the, the good '80s, '70s, '80s flicks. I don't know. I like a, I like um, me a good cheesy horror movie. I honestly don't think I could name one. Friday the Thirteenth. I don't know that I've seen the original. There's so many of them. There's one that's um. I I, I There's one that's Jason takes on New York. It is the stupidest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. Okay, I I don't remember. He the gets name run of it, over by do, a subway. I do know that I saw one. Jason very stupid like you said stupidly shot and everything yeah like from the I don't remember what it was but yeah I do I do know that I saw one like that and then I saw the remake of Carrie or whatever that is the one with the the blood and everything I don't know it was, I know they remade it from like the 80s so yeah and then I no, that wasn't a remake. That was just fucking straight up scary. I went and saw The Conjuring in theaters. You saw The Conjuring? Yeah, I went and saw that with a group of friends in high school. And that was fucking... Whew. 
I just remember my one buddy. He had a uh, you. remember like the staples that that was easy button. Well, my buddy had a a button like that, but it was just it was no, and it said it in like eight different ways. So he sat down in like the quietest part of the movie, and then all you just hear is no, 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 no. <laughs> it just kept escalating. Yeah. Just in the quietest part of the movie theater. I'm bringing the music back anyway. Oh, okay. Because I wasn't... You're not done. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, but I wanted to say, he gets run over by a fucking subway train. Oh. Yeah, and well, it is... Where's Wheelchair Jason, then? Then he, but he like comes back. He's so like he gets run over by the train, and he's like gets electrocuted and shit, and then he and then he and then he dies. He, he's well, still alive. He's still alive. He's what? fucking yeah. And he's it's just, it's hysterical. Whew. You need yeah. The 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 really shitty horror movies are like actually kind of funny in a way. You ever see Zombievers? No. Sharkpuss <laughs> versus Terracuda, I think, is like the most ridiculous movie I've seen. Zombievers might have been the stupidest movie I've ever seen. It sounds pretty fucking stupid. But, uh, yeah, no, Sharkpuss versus Terracuda and um, just like Sharknado movies. Yeah, those are, pretty, those are pretty, yeah. pretty stupid. What other ridiculous movies have I seen? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, was saying, I really don't have a whole bunch more for the uh, end segment there. Nah. Um, yeah. Do you do you I remember? I I don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, we got we get before we go. We got to give uh we got to give a Bob Grove fact uh, for this day in Penguins oh, history. Yeah, go for it. Um. Give me a second here, because I I'm gonna need some effort on this. Um, that is what October twelfth. Oh, gonna gonna figure me out something. Did they did they play ever? You're gonna get us taken down. Yeah, probably. Um, let's see. Can I go back into this day? Mm-hmm. On this day in Pittsburgh Penguins history, the Penguins traveled to the Buffalo Memorial Auditorium October 12th, 1989 to take on the Buffalo Sabres. The Buffalo Sabres have such legends of the game as Clint Malarchuk, Tom Barrasso, and Clint Malarchuk. <laughs> they went on to win 8-5 to five over the Penguins. And Clint Malarchuk did not get his throat slit in that game. Kudos to him. <clears throat> All right. Shout out Clint Malarchuk for not getting his throat slit. Yeah. yeah. I'm not Bob Grove. I don't have these off the top of my head. No. I need to be better with it next time. In 2015, Bruce Jenner killed somebody in a vehicle accident. <laughs> I'm sorry, Caitlyn Jenner. <clears throat> was it Caitlin then or Bruce? Uh, I don't remember. Back in 2015. All right. Fatal multiple vehicle collision. He killed an animal rights activist and actress. And got away with it. And yeah, it doesn't say anything about jail time. So. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the the joys of celebrityism. I mean, hey, listen. Beautiful place to happen on Pacific Coast Highway in yeah. Malibu. So. Yeah, so um, that's, that's it is Friday the 13th this weekend, so uh, be careful out there. Look out for Jason Voorhees. He might be in a wheelchair. He might not be. Um, look, out for, look out for celebrities. 
Driving. Look out for Dog Chapman. Look out! Look out for uh, Mr. Mosby. And most importantly, like and subscribe, you in the center. We love you guys. Thank you all for listening. Lego pants. See you later. Lego pants.